This podcast is a 98 Studios production. Hello, everyone. My name is Joe Morton, and welcome to my podcast, which is entitled A Cup of Joe. This is a podcast dedicated to health and wellness. So we're going to talk about it all, and I love this subject. I'm passionate about it, and I want you to know something. I'm grateful to be a part of your journey. And again, all the different things that we're talking about are going to help you understand that you hold the key and that your success is in your hands and greatness is out there for you. Today, I'm excited to talk about this subject that's going to be on people's minds quite a lot at this time of year. We happen to be filming this podcast going into uh, approaching, I should say, the uh, cold and flu season, that season where kids will go to school, get a little sniffles, come back. We, we're looking, we call it the cold and flu season, okay? And uh, let's dive into this. But before we do, as with each podcast, I like to give a little bit of a tip to start the podcast off. It's an apple. There's a saying that says, an apple a day keeps a doctor away. Okay? Now, we can dive into the science of that, the health and wellness part of this, which is, yes, there's every, there's catagons in there, and there's uh, uh, phytochemicals, and, and there's vitamins and minerals. And uh, it happens to be, um, you might say, well, there's sugar in this, Joe. You've talked about sugar and believe me, I'm going to talk about that today with the immune system, but it's different. God creates this apple a little differently where there's a fiber in there called pectin, and pectin helps to process sugar in our system, slows it down. It's very interesting in the, in the process of it, so we don't get that sugar spike as much as if we eat processed sugar. Anyways, I could go into all this. I could talk about um, the health benefits of apples, and maybe we will on a podcast and get into that. Um, I do love an apple. I grew up on an apple. Okay, so I grew up in the in a farming community. I've told this totally side note, but I'm talking apples. So we had like a whole bunch of apple. We were considered like an apple orchard, but we didn't farm it. And so over time, sadly, the apples just became less and less. But we had as many apples as we wanted every year. So I grew up eating apples. I love apples. Uh, an apple a day keeps the doctor away. But let me talk about this for a second. Think about an apple a day. It's not an apple a week. It's not an apple every two weeks. It's not an apple a month or an apple a quarter or an apple every a half a year or every year. It's an apple a day. So let's draw that and that, that statement out a little bit and say, what do we do each day to be consistent with our health and wellness goals? And only you can answer that. Only I can answer it from myself, right? Because it's our own journey like we talk about on each podcast. It's your journey. It's not my journey. My journey is not your journey. We're all on a different journey, but we can answer that question, okay? What are we doing each and every day to stay consistent, the apple a day, so to speak, with our fitness goals, for example? Are we, if you choose to walk, for example, are you walking every day or is it once a week? Because if it's once a week, it's going to be tough to really get the benefits that we're looking for. If it's once a week that you eat an apple a day, so to speak, or once a week that you run, let's say running's your thing, or weightlifting. I'm going to weightlift once a week. It's going to be tough to get the benefits out of that weightlifting experience instead of doing it once a day, five to six days a week. Apple a day keeps the doctor away. Look at things, the things, and what we're talking about with the immune system today is what makes us strong, do that which makes us strong, and avoid that which makes us weak. Perfect 
statement for the immune system, okay? And so what are we doing each and every day with our nutrition, with our fitness, with our spiritual, emotional, mental, psychological health as well? What happens each day is what matters on our journey, on your journey. So that's what we're dedicated here, talking about things that we can do each and every day that we can improve our health and wellness and become the person we are meant to become. And yes, we are meant to be great. So with that said, let's dive into the immune system. Okay, so the immune system, um, it's really made up of two. This is amazing. We are a miracle. We're made up of two, basically two parts of the immune system. We have the innate immune system. This is what we're born with. We're all born with this immune system right from the day we come out. And this is how we we kind of uh, fight infections and things that come our way. And then we have something that's kind of of like an acquired immune system. Call it an acquired immune system. And it's amazing. Our body learns along the way. Our immune system learns along the way. And so as viruses um, come our way, our body learns from it. And we acquire things along the way to help us fight them down the road. It's amazing. Our bodies learn and they remember. And so... Consider our immune systems a bit like this. Uh, my brother's a human anatomist. He teaches at the University of Utah, teaches in the medical school. And I asked him about uh, the, the, the immune system. And he said, here, this is an example I like to use with my students. He says, imagine you're on a campus, some sort of a campus. He says, Google. There's thousands and thousands of employees. They have a huge campus. And as you're walking, there's employees everywhere. And you come across the odd um, security guard. You walk past, they're checking people's badges, they're making sure everything's cool, there's no disturbances, everything's cool. You know, they're just kind of doing their thing, but they're just kind of in the background. It's a bit like our immune system. But when something happens, if suddenly you see a bunch of security guards come together in one area, you know something's up. Something's amok that shouldn't be. That's a bit like our immune system. Our immune system goes right into, right into, uh, um, to work when needed. Again, we've got that innate and we've got that acquired. And when it's, it's ready, it just starts running and it starts to do its thing. So we've got macrophages, for example, and neutrophils. And these, these jump in and they start to do their thing. And anyways, we can break down the immune system, but basically the immune system's there for a reason. It's made specifically to help us Our own bodies address the average thing that hits us, the average virus, that that cold that can come, the cold and flu season that we talk about. It's a miracle. So if you're looking for something to be grateful for today, just start studying your immune system and realize we are a miracle. And we can do things each and every day to help us strengthen the immune system to do things that strengthen, do that which makes us stronger and avoid that which makes us weaker. So what are some of the things that can make us weak? No surprise, I'm going to talk about sugar, okay? I just got to hit it because like I mentioned in the 
in, in my sugar podcast, if you happen to watch it, sugar, uh, the experts all around agree, and you can, again, research this on your own. Don't have to follow what I say necessarily. Research it. Approximately 75 grams of sugar is that magical part of that magical number. And by the way, if you're wondering how much grams of sugar, and this is important as we get to know, basically times it by, it's about a quarter to find out how many teaspoons of sugar that is. So 75 grams of sugar, uh, it's about 18.75 teaspoons of sugar, okay? If you, it, so that's about that magical number when the immune system starts to get suppressed. And it suppresses it for as up to five hours, Okay, so just think of it. So this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to throw this out just to give you an idea if you're wondering, well, what kind of decisions am I making on a daily basis that could be possibly hitting that 75 right off the bat? Try to do that which makes you strong. Avoid that which makes you weak. Another one, sleep. We've talked about this. Uh, sleep is key. In fact, I did an entire podcast on this. And sleep is key. The more we are able to get our sleep, the more the the more our bodies are able to again put up that repair under under repair sign the construction sign goes up our body can repair recover renew itself for the next day and so we need our sleep make sleep a priority is absolutely key and all that's one of the points that we can do but not getting enough sleep is what my point is it's going to hurt the immune system so especially at different times of the year, even more so, as you're going into that cold and flu. In fact, you should be all year long. You should be seeking for anywhere between seven to nine. I'm talking to mostly adults here, seven to nine uh, hours of sleep. Um, but especially as you go into these these uh, cold and flu season, which happens for multiple months of the year. Sunlight, if you don't get enough sunlight, actually the lack of sunlight can cause us to weaken our immune system it has to do with vitamin D production. I'll get into that in the solutions of what we can do. Okay. Oxygen. If we don't get enough oxygen for not getting the proper amount of oxygen and good oxygen, it's going to affect our immune system. Oxygen, plain and simple affects our immune system and how strong we are with that stress. Oh my gosh. Stress is, is a, um, is a killer for the immune system. And then, of course, digestion. I'm going to get into digestion here. Gut health and 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 digestion are key to helping with the immune system, okay? So solutions. Okay, we're talking about the problems. These are things, again, that um, avoid that which makes us weak. I just listed a few, but this is your journey. So find out what really does make you weak. And then what makes you strong? These are general things, but I can tell you right across the board, generally, this is a pretty good place to start on what weakens the immune system, okay? And if you go to these that I just mentioned, pretty darn good start, okay? So you could also throw in stuff like social media. If that that makes you weak, man, start to avoid it. 
You know what I mean? Like if that, cause that could, that could hurt your immune system. You're staring at social media all day long. It's not productive. It's keeping you from doing productive things. Be careful with it. If that, which makes you weak. Okay. And that, and then you can say, well, uh, you're trying to tell me that a social media affects my immune system. Possibly if it's causing you stress. Yeah. If it's increasing your stress levels, you bet. If you're watching it all night long and you're not getting enough sleep, you bet that's going to affect you. If, if it's affecting your personal relationships and your ability to be able to communicate with people. Yeah, that's affecting it because our, our relationships actually are going to help us live a healthier and happier life. So you see my point, I'm kind of, it it can have the secondary effect. So that which makes you strong, do with that, which makes you strong, avoid that, which makes you weak. So let's talk about what makes us strong. Okay. Immediately cut out the sugar. Okay. So uh, I've talked about this and you're going to see that this is a bit of a, a bit of a clarion call for me and not just me, a lot of, a lot of health and wealth, wellness, um, podcasts and, and YouTube channels. A lot of people talk about this, but I'm going to throw out a challenge to you. It's one that I'm doing right now, a 21 day challenge. Can you do it? 20, anyone can do anything for 21 days, cut out processed sugar for 21 days. And tell me your feedback. Tell me what it's like the first few days. A little tough, just warning you. But it might not be. Maybe for you, it's like, hey, I was able to do it. For me, it's like my kryptonite. So I got to be cautious. And um, at first, a little bit tough. But then once you get past it, woo feels good. Feels awesome. Okay? So 21-day challenge. No added sugar. All right. We're going to do this, folks. Okay. Never ne- Number two, sleep. Make sleep a priority. That's it. Watch my podcast. Went through it in detail. Make sleep a priority. Okay. Number three, work on digestion. Okay. This is an interesting one. You might be saying, well, what do you mean the, the, the difference between uh, the, the digestion and immune system? Okay. So I want you to consider this analogy a little bit. I grew up in the country. I grew up out, out on a country road. You've heard this from me before. And I'll talk about my upbringing quite a lot. Cause this is obviously it was my upbringing. It was an important time in my, in my, in my life. And, um, I grew up in the country on 10 acres, apples, apple orchard. Um, and of course we had a furnace and whatnot, but it wasn't, it was not uncommon that our, our electricity would go out, we lived out there, a lot of snowstorms. We lived in the snow belt area. <laughs> it's crazy. Like 20 miles wide, like this. Anyways, it was just snowed a lot and a lot of wind. And we would run out of electricity from time to time. And so we always had a, a wood stove, okay? And the wood stove, you had to keep feeding the wood, of course. it's That's your fuel. Consider this like your body, okay? We would put the, put the wood in and we would want, you want to put clean sources of wood. I mean, there's the analogy, of course. If you put... Um, if you, if you count, like if you throw out a bunch of wet wood, it's not going to burn properly. Okay. Consider that, uh, like whatever we're putting into our bodies, we want the right type of fuel to go in there to help properly generate the heat that's needed. Now, as, as the, as it burns this fuel, as it burns the wood, ash is created and ash builds up. And uh, in fact, oftentimes it was like an ash pan at the bottom. And that's where you kind of oftentimes will clean the ashes out or you can scoop it out. Both, both included the ash pan. 
uh, <laughs> ash pans kind of like the ash hole, so to speak. You know what I mean? So you're, you're like cleaning stuff out. That's ash. So you're cleaning stuff out. You're getting it out. With, and if, but if you leave, if you leave, um, the, the ash in there and just keep leaving it in there and leaving it in there, what's going to happen? Anyone who's used a, a wood stove, you know exactly what's going to happen. It's going to start to smoke. It's not going to burn efficiently. It's not going to burn properly. And you have to clean it out, okay, for it to be efficient and for it to give you the amount of heat that you need and it basically to be efficient. So digestion in our system is very similar to this way. We want to make sure that we're feeding it that which makes us strong and avoid that which makes us weak and then keep digestion kind of going. And now, now that I mentioned this, now just note, we're going to have an entire podcast on digestion because, and gut health, because this is a really, really big one. We don't have enough time to dive into this here, but our digestive tracts and our, and our gut health has kind of gotten messed up. I think you'll agree. And there's, uh, a lot of experts will talk about how there's two brains, the brain here, and then the, the gut is like the second brain. And so much is happening, including the immune system. We have good bacteria and you have bad bacteria. And the good bacteria needs to be uh, strong and healthy to, to in order to um, combat the bad bacteria. And so you'll hear, you'll hear something uh, called probiotics, for example. And probiotics um, are... You, and you'll see on the on the back of certain certain uh, well whether it be a probiotic in the form of a capsule which I I like to take each day, um, and also on the back of like yogurt you'll see it on yogurt you'll see it on kimchi if you like kimchi I love kimchi uh, very very good you'll see it on kombucha for example you'll see it on uh, oftentimes on sauerkraut this is another food that's really uh, high in, in probiotics. And you'll see something called uh, CFU, which is colony forming units. And that's basically talking in billions. Okay. And it's talking about the probiotics and, and what you're getting. And so depending on your particular needs and get to know what works for you, this might be one of the solutions you may be seeking. I like to take one each day, this probiotic to help keep my, my good bacteria in, in, in check uh, and helping to combat the bad bacteria, it helps me because our, our our guts have kind of become a little messed up over time, and they are very intricately connected with the immune system. And so, you want to have good gut health. And again, I'll get into this deep, dive deeper into it in 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 another podcast. But then you you might be saying, well, but what about prebiotics, Joe? What's a prebiotic? This is one that's um, a, a little different than a probiotic. It's one that's a little higher in fiber, for example. Artichoke is a prebiotic. Now that I mentioned this, you might be saying, oh, okay, I've seen that. I've seen capsules. I've seen supplements that are artichoke supplements. I love to eat artichokes. My mom used to make them for us growing up. And some of my, I, I love to eat it. My wife and I go to a restaurant, Park City, they have great artichokes. And I love artichokes. They're really, they're really good. They're a prebiotic. Um, and this is usually higher in fiber. And so, but one thing, a little hack that may help you, it's one that I do on a daily basis in addition to, I actually take a, an artichoke supplement, um, psyllium hulls, psyllium husk, okay? This is uh, a prebiotic fiber that I take in the morning, 
actually really like it. It doesn't taste like much. It's got very bland taste to it. Um, mix it with a good amount of water. You want at least a good eight to 12 ounces of water because it coagulates. It goes like this in your system. And so if you don't take enough, it could cause some cramping. Not in a bad way. It's not a bad thing, but uh, but it helps uh, helps with feeling a little full, for example. That's actually a good thing. But it also helps with as a prebiotic. I love it personally. One of my favorites. You can just get it anywhere. It's not very expensive. And it's a little bit of a hack that I use. I like that. Sometimes I'll take it at night. If you're going to take it at night, just take it well before bed so it doesn't affect uh, 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 like because the amount of water you're going to have to drink keeps you from being up all night peeing. So you don't want to disrupt your, your sleep too well. But uh, sometimes I'll do that at night, but usually in the morning. It's a great way to kickstart the day, and I like it. So uh, number four, we're on to the number four things that we can do, all of us, at one level or another, to help us do that which makes us strong with our immune system, and that is exercise. Exercise each and every day. That's the goal. You're wanting to bring that oxygen into our into our systems, and Study after study after study, again, just on your, on your moments of reflection, I want you to take the time to go out and study and find out why exercise is going to help you with your immune system. Experts talk about anywhere between 30 to 60 minutes a day is that magical amount of exercise that's going to help to strengthen your immune system. And it's and and that's going to be relative for everyone, okay? So I don't I, exercise is going to be different for me than it is for you than you for the next person next to you or the person on your right or your left. Everyone's going to be a little different, but if it means you start to walk, I encourage you to start to walk. If that's what you can do, if it means that you can start going from walking to running. I encourage you to start running because now you get that oxygen coming in oxygen. I mean, we can talk about oxygen, how important it is. By the way, if you're looking for something to be grateful for, think about the whole process of oxygen photosynthesis and how the sun is converting, uh, carbon dioxide, taking this stuff that's not good for us that we do not want. And it's converting it into oxygen and we're bringing it in. It's amazing. Now, to give you a little idea of how important oxygen is in our lives, um, I've done some mountaineering in the past, and I do plan to do some in the future. And I found it very interesting. As soon as I started to hit, when, when I climbed Kilimanjaro in Africa, I remember that moment when I got to, I don't remember the exact, um, it, now, in, when climbing Everest, for example, they talk about the death zone is around 26,000 feet. That's when you cannot exist much longer after that without oxygen. That's why most people, the vast majority of people who scale Everest will have oxygen tanks. They have to have it because you are literally dying after that zone. But even before that zone, when I was climbing Kilimanjaro's 19,000 something, something feet. Okay. Uh, Right around that 14, for me, it was about 14,000, which is around base camp, if I remember correctly. Holy mackerel. I mean, I just started to, your body just it doesn't function properly. I didn't function properly. I couldn't eat properly. I started to get headaches. Um, I started to, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't process food. I was 
I was threw up all my food before before summoning that day, and this has happened each time I've kind of gone. Although I've gotten a little better over time as I've gone into other other ones, but it is it's just this. When you can't have that oxygen, you realize how valuable it is in your system and how important your body needs that oxygen. And I'm t- here to tell you, there's a connection between exercise, getting that oxygen into our system each and every day, and uh, and making sure that it flows. Now that that could also be that you uh, do deep breathing exercises. That's a great way to be able to oxygenate yourself. Do deep breathing exercises. Highly recommend it. Wonderful. Now let's dive into supplements. Again, that which makes us strong, avoid that which makes us weak. There are certain supplements that we can be taking that are well known, that are um, to nutritionally support the immune system. Echinacea, you may have heard of this before. It's a, it's a flower, it's a con, con flower, cone flower, and phenomenal. Look for echinacea. Look for echinacea in your in your products. You might f- find it in the form of supplements. You might find it in the form of like some of these tablets you throw in water, and it might have a little bit of echinacea in there. That's what that's that's what it's there for. So look for a good form of echinacea. I highly recommend it. Vitamin C. Now, vitamin C has been widely uh, studied. Uh, Dr. Linus Pauling did a lot of his studies on vitamin C. That's where um, kind of considered one of the experts on vitamin C, but. When we first started to understand the importance of vitamin C, when people were coming across on boats across um, from the old world to the new world, they were getting something called scurvy. Not good. Not good at all. And that was basically a deficiency in vitamin C. What they discovered was, hey, if we put citrus fruits on the boats, they weren't getting scurvy like the ones that had no, no citrus fruits poor souls that were on that no citrus fruit boats, man, they, those people had to suffer and, and you learn, you learn the, the bad way of coming off with a bunch of teeth falling out and stuff. But vitamin C deficiency, that's now that's the extreme, but we learned a lot and happens to be that citrus fruits happen to have vitamin C. Now I like to take vitamin C each and every day. A little thing to note, you can get lots of, lots of different vitamin C. Uh, different forms of vitamin C. I like somewhere between 500 to 1,000 milligrams. I, t- I personally happen to take 1,000 milligrams each and every day. Please make note that if you take more than that, it's not dangerous necessarily, but it becomes a pretty expensive pee. So it just kind of passes out of your system and it could cause you a little bit of gut upset, a little bit of stomach upset. It's not dangerous, not, but it could give you the the run, so to speak. So um Again, figure out what works for you. Somewhere between 500 to 1,000 milligrams is good for me. And and that, I, 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 I like that. It works. Um, and so there you go. Vitamin C. That, now you, now you, you know that that's one of the things that could make us stronger versus making us weaker. Olive leaf. Another one that you're going to see that now that I mentioned it, look for that. You'll see that in different in different supplements and different products. That's why that's there. Garlic. Garlic is phenomenal. Heck, I'm half Italian. Let me tell you, garlic was a big part of our life growing up. It's an antiseptic. It's an antibacterial. It's an antifungal. This stuff is magical. Love it. Um, and my mom used to cook with it a lot. You can use that in cooking, but um, we like to use it 
regularly in cooking, but you can also take it in a supplement. Now, of course, if you're taking a supplement, just note there are certain ones that don't give you like the garlic burps. That's not always fun when you're talking to people and comes out, but just make note of that. But phenomenal, great, something that you can add in as you go into cold and flu season. Wonderful. I like to do that with a little little supplement as I'm entering that season. Um, ginger. It's an adaptogenic herb. Um, I've, I've talked about in, in other podcasts um, how there's cortisol. We have something called the, uh, a cortisol level in our body that it's our, it's our stress hormone, basically. And as it's out of whack, then it affects us in so many ways. Sleep patterns, it affects us in um, uh, gut health. It affects us in uh, energy. It affects us in moods, <laughs> big time. Um, it affects us in stress levels, like I say moods, like stress levels particularly. Um, and, uh, and and adaptogenic herbs help to balance that cortisol level. And our cortisol levels are being hit all the time. And as our cortisol levels, and it's okay to have our cortisol levels elevated a little bit. That's actually natural. It's normal. It's part of the way our body makes up. But if we're hitting it all day long, um, we could use a little bit of balancing effect. And so ginger happens to be an adaptogenic herb. So is holly basil. You'll probably see that one out there in some in some um, supplements that are for the immune system or ashwagandha, also uh, an adaptogenic herb. Look, look for these. These are helpful from that you can be doing. Now, I mentioned a few that are like ashwagandha, for example. I like to use that at night before bed. It's very calming, very soothing, great way to be able to get a little bit of help with your immune system at the same time as calm the body down a little bit and help us um, prepare for a, night, a good night's sleep. Um, helps with stress and, and anxiety and, and so forth. Elderberry. You may have heard that one. Now that I mention it, look for it. You're going to see it in a lot of uh, uh, immune system supplements. Elderberry, phenomenal, uh, also a phenomenal herb and supplement to be able to take. I like to take that in the form of a tea. You can take that in the form of a supplement. Sometimes it's in uh, vitamin C supplements paired with a vitamin C supplement. Very, very common. So um, peppermint. Peppermint is also something that you can use. Now, and again, just so I mention this, you might be thinking, great, vitamin C, boom, that's it. Okay, it's part of it, okay? What we're talking about is a balanced approach to everything. It's not just one thing, although it can make a difference. We kind of find ways to be able to fit this in throughout the day. Like I said, peppermint tea is great for digestion, for example. Phenomenal. Also very good for the immune system. Great to be able to do a little peppermint tea after dinner, for example, help soothe the digestive tract and helping to do your immune system well. As I mentioned, the ashwagandha, great to have in like a nighttime tea, for example, to help balance uh, those those cortisol levels going into sleep and help with that, um, those cortisol levels and stress levels, and also do good to your immune system. So uh, vitamin D, I mentioned this when it comes to the sunlight. Vitamin D is key for uh, for the immune system. Very key. Now that I mention it, sunlight. Sunlight is powerful. It helps to activate the production of vitamin D, which we do not get uh, in just normal foods. Vitamin D is comes from beautiful sun. And some experts say somewhere between 
15 to 30 minutes of sunlight. They recommend in the morning so it doesn't get too strong. You don't get burned in the afternoon. But sunlight to help activate vitamin D. Now that I mentioned this, okay, think about you're in the winter months. This is, this is the height of cold and flu season, right? Winter months. We love to go to somewhere tropical. We go to somewhere tropical and guess what's happening? And we come back, we're like, man, I feel so good. I feel so strong. I feel powerful. I feel like I could take on the world. What just happened? Stress levels went down, right? Because we're at some resort on a beach, loving it. We've got sunlight all day long. We're getting sunlight. Beautiful. We're we're getting those uh the 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 the, the rhythmic sounds of 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 the water coming in and out just soothing very helpful from a stress relieving perspective we're eating tons of fruits oh yeah we're eating fruits every day fresh fruits we're eating fruits that are high in vitamins and minerals but that's sunlight we're getting it we're getting sleep because guess what sunlight get a bunch of sunlight and we're exercising because we're playing in the water we're doing different activities because we're in a tropical paradise we're just out doing things we're going for runs that we don't generally do maybe we're walking passagiata remember we're walking with our family and friends we're doing all this stuff we're staying active and then we're sleeping more oh and we say oh man I sleep so well on a vacation when i'm in some tropical paradise so just think Try to simplify things a little bit and say, okay, this is what is happening on these tropical paradise type experiences and vacations. How can I kind of mimic this a little bit? Up your vitamin C, for example, that you're getting from the fruits that you're eating every day. I'll throw that in as just one of them. Um, Vitamin D, you can actually take vitamin D supplements. It's in international units. And so I personally, I know that it tells you a certain amount to take. I don't remember the exact number that, but I take 5,000 to 10,000 every day in, in not right now. Cause it's in the summer months and I'm outside all the time and I'm under the sun and I'm having lots of vitamin D uh, going on in my, in my body because of the sunlight. Um, but I take that in the winter months. Absolutely. Take vitamin D and I'm taking 5,000 to 10,000 IUs every day. And learn what works for you. Do a little bit of study. If you have questions about that, go talk to your doctor about it. It's okay. Um, then try to get those sleep. Remember, make sleep the priority. So you kind of mimic what was going on on that vacation. You're like, wow, okay, maybe there's something to this. Oh, and then the stress. Take the stress down. There's another thing. Let's talk about stress for a second. So that's kind of the next point is what's What's uh, what can you do to help lower stress levels? Cortisol hits all day long. Stress, 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 stress. We get it from all different angles, all the different hats that we wear in life. We're feeling that stress. We're feeling that stress. What can we do to chillax at night? And we talked about this in the last one, but meditation is a great one. How about yoga? Yoga is a phenomenal way to be able to de-stress. Become present and in the moment. Try this. Try this tonight. You come home from work or whatever you're doing. Just go out and just listen to the sounds of nature. Just listen. It's amazing. Amazing what you could hear 
There's that saying from the Old Testament, be still and know that I'm God. Something happens when we become still. And this happens in multiple ways. You can do this in the form of prayer. You can do this in the form of meditation. You can do this in the form of yoga. You can do this in the form of just sitting. Just sit and listen. Rumi says, um, silence is God's language. Everything else is a poor translation. It's really interesting. Silence, when we can be silent, silence, as Edgar Tolley says, silence speaks. And Dr. Deepak Chopra says, healing takes place in the gap between our thoughts. I love the way he describes that. Healing takes place in the gaps between our thoughts. If we can find that way to be able to silence our minds, become still, become in the moment, become one with nature. And this might sound a little woo-woo, this part, but remember, we're talking health and wellness. We're talking about fitness. We're talking about supplementation and nutrition and diets, but we're also talking about the spiritual side and the emotional and psychological side of health and wellness. And this is a big part of it. This is a great way to be able to de-stress, become present, become in the moment. Go out in nature tonight. happens to be right now that the sounds of nature at night are just spectacular when the sun's going down. All the critters out there are just singing like crazy and it's just rhythmic, beautiful. Maybe the same where you're at. I don't know wherever you're at. Is it no wonder that when you go on these vacations, you're doing this. You're listening to nature. You're becoming much more in the moment. You're in the moment reading a book at the beach. Follow me for a minute. You know what I'm talking about. You bust out the book. Make that. Because then you start to say, well, that made me strong then. Maybe it'll make you strong now. And that de-stressing is going to have an effect on your immune system and help you be stronger. It's powerful. Light a fire. Okay, sounds crazy, but man, as human beings, we've been sitting around fires for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Something magical happens when you're just sitting around a fire and you're staring at the flames. That, that experience of talking with your friends, light a fire, read a book, de-stress a little bit, watch that powerful effects on your immune system. Here's a little woo-woo, I'll get you, give you that. Take your shoes off and go walk on the, on the earth. It's called grounding or earthing. When you go on that tropical vacation that we talked about, what are you doing? You're walking on the beach, right? Bare feet. I personally do not like to walk on the beach with shoes on or, or flip-flops or something. I don't like the, the grind of the sand in my toes. And bleh. and I don't love to run on the beach, by the way. You hear all this like, oh, I love to run. On. No, I'm, not a, I'm a runner. I don't really care for running on the beach. I will do it, but it's a little bit tough. So, Walking on the beach with our bare feet or walking areas that we would never normally have, like walk. And we're like, wow, do you, 
you think there's a correlation here that when you finish that vacation, man, you are feeling re- recharged. You got energy. Your immune system seems to be strong. Now, that might be a little bit tough to do during the winter months. I get it. But there are other things that you can do. You can get like grounding pads, for example. They're not that expensive. Go on go on uh, Amazon and find that easily. My wife and I have um, grounding sheets that we have on our bed. You plug into the wall and it somehow magically helps you ground. I don't know the whole science behind it, but it works, man. And it makes a difference for me. I, and again, there's not one thing. Guys, can remember, step back for a second. And I keep bringing this up as a theme, but I don't want us to think it's just this. But the more that we can start implementing this, this, and this. Saunas, for example. Let's take sauna. Increasing your body temperature can actually be good for the immune system. You know, there's an outdoor living um, uh, magazine that I got this this article from, and it says, raising your body temperature by inducing an artificial fever, so to speak, helps kill bacteria and viruses by increasing white blood cells, antibodies, and other disease-fighting agents. As your body works to lower its temperature, your immune system is exercising and therefore being strengthened. You have a sauna, put it to work. They're amazing. I love it. Now, on the other side, you could be doing cold therapy, right? Cold water therapy. You might be thinking, what are you talking about, Joe? Cold water therapy. That's crazy. But there is immune system strengthening properties to that as well. In fact, there's a... There's a article that I found in, I think it's Monk, Monk Magazine or so, um, integral to the cold. Now, this is the opposite to the, to the sauna, but you have to re- recognize there are strengths in both of them, and they both have an effect on the immune system, okay? Integral to the cold shock response is the release of neurotrans- uh, the neurotransmitter and hormone norepinephrine, also known as noradrenaline produced in the adrenal glands and some regions of the brain. Noroepinephrine increases your heart rate, activates your thermogenesis, which by the way, thermogenesis is the fat burning process in the body. That's why you hear some people talking about um, cold water therapy can actually help a person with weight, weight goals that they're looking for. Constricts blood vessels to reduce heat loss and modulates your immune function. Now I'm going to add to that that when, when we're doing cold water therapy that good for the immune system, it actually helps us become really in the moment. You want to become in the moment? Jump into a cold bucket of water. Let me tell you, you are not thinking about anything else. There's no stress in your life other than that exact moment in time. And it forces us in to the present moment. Magical. It's amazing. I love cold water therapy. It's great in the winter. I mean, it's easy to do. You just get a, get a trough and fill it with water, and then you'll be chipping. Depending on where you are in the country, you'll be chipping ice away on a daily basis. It's really quite fun. And boy, does it ever wake you up. So again, to wrap things up here, we're talking about our immune system. We're talking about, and just, just kind of try to simplify this down to what makes you strong and what makes you weak. And we went through these different points. Now, there's no one size fits all necessarily. It doesn't mean that we rush out and do one thing and think that that's going to be the one. And I used vitamin C as the example earlier. 
The whole point is to get this approach. Start working on things. It's your journey. It's okay that it that that it that it doesn't happen immediately for you. If we give up that quick, then that's just giving up too easily on this. This is a journey of ours. And you got to realize we've been going, depending on how old you are, man, it's like a lifelong, we're hearing all these different opinions and, well, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this, you should do this. I get it. It's very confusing out there. But if we strip it away and try to be simplifying what makes you strong, what makes you weak, and then just start going through these and start implementing them in different places. Heck, you can grow peppermint for, I'll use that as an example. You can grow it for, for free. Throw it into your yard. I will warn you though, it, <laughs> that thing will just grow like crazy. I did that and my wife was all peeved at me because it just kind of took over the whole yard. But it smells nice. It's great. And you can just pick that stuff off and make a peppermint tea at night. Magical. But you start to find ways to be able to implement it. Instead of a dessert, for example, just throw this in as an idea. Instead of a dessert, order a peppermint tea. Not only are you helping with your digestion, but you're going to help with your immune system. So again, I don't want to get distracted there too too much. All I'm trying to say is it's a it's a holistic approach to things, to our health and wellness, with our fitness, with our with our diets and our and our supplementation and our um, emotional, spiritual, psychological uh, approach to our health and wellness. Thank you very much for joining. Appreciate you listening about the immune system. Go study it up. Do that 21-day challenge. No sugar challenge. I encourage you. Give me your feedback on that. Tell me how that goes. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening. Make it a great day.